Yeah. <laughs> How's the programming coming along? <laughs> Tech support. All right. How are you doing, my good friend Chris Gamble? What's happening, brother? Hey, JJ. You caught me in the in the van again. I'm still still about an hour's from finishing this job I'm on today. Oh, man. Well, we're, this episode is going to be an epic episode as always. I mean, goodness gracious, I was so excited about last week's episode, and it seems like so was everybody else. We talked about three remotes we like to use on a regular basis, you know, for solving clients' uh, tech challenges with the remotes. Yeah, one, one week on from last week's episode, we're approaching that 4,000-plus figure on, on views and, and listens, which kind of our benchmark now we're kind of disappointed when we don't get these kind of figures and it's great to just consistently get this audience that are enjoying the content and thank you everyone for the comments last week you all had your favorite remotes and your your grumbles about remotes you've had in the past as well yeah absolutely digital ramblers thank you every week for tuning in if you don't know i'm jj cannon ceo of digital delight here in houston texas i've been at it for over 20 years providing smart home experiences uh, for our community and everybody around us. And I'm Chris Gamble, based here in the east of England in the UK, and I run a smart home business that kept me busy for nearly 12 years now, and I'm still out on the tools every day, grinding, hustling, selling the dream and delivering it every day for our clients here. Cool, man. And friends, uh, if you want to check out all of our past episodes, Check out our website, digitalrambleshow.com. Mike's going to pop it up here real quick for us on the screen. There you go. And on here, you can check us out on YouTube. You can see us on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Uh, we also just fired up uh, a new site, TikTok. And you don't yeah, stop. Yeah, I'm, keep, I'm keeping us down with the kids, JJ. I'm keeping us current. So a couple of TikTok videos went up this week. And cool to get, like, I think two or 300 views on some of them already. So. We'll, we'll, I'll dig deeper into TikTok. That's pretty cool. Yeah, my ramble. daughter was at, like... At the Digital Ramble. Yeah, at the Digital Ramble. Yeah, my daughter was like, yeah, Dad, I saw that you got a TikTok account. <laughs> <laughs> you can't run. You can't run. <laughs> nah, man, I had a great weekend. Uh, sounds like you had a great weekend as well. Uh, I took. I actually took my daughters out to a haunted house with some of her uh, some of her girlfriends. That was that was new for me because I'm, I'm, I'm a big scaredy cat when it comes to that kind of stuff. <laughs> They had a they yeah, had a parents uh, changing changing room. Yeah, I'm never sure of these haunted houses. They 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 stepped up a few levels since I was a kid. Oh, the man. the visual effects and the sound effects that they can do now is ridiculous. They, yeah, you should have heard my sound effects. They were all natural. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we had um, some sound effects in a, a party we had this weekend. I was really impressed. I rolled out the new Sonos Move. Oh, portable yeah. speaker and had that rocking a, a party we had in our barn where we had no mains power but we had the portable speaker from sonos and, and just bluetooth to my phone and it was terrific in fact i sold two or three i think two for sure third one just people that came to the party wanting that speaker so that's cool so always the salesman <laughs> i i love that i love that and yes we got my sonos move as well i've got a little video that i'm putting together for our community and our audience so i'm going to be dropping that here pretty soon as well all right g you ready to get in this let's go episode 40 hit it up mike i don't know <laughs> all 
All right, like always, we want to say thank you to our friends at Patreon who contribute to the Digital Ramble Show on a monthly basis. If you want to help us keep the wheels on the road, please check us out at patreon.com forward slash digital ramble where you can contribute $100 a month if you'd like, but we'd be so happy with just a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know but where that $100 this, this a month episode, came from, man. That was just like right off the tongue, right? <laughs> just like rolled yeah. right out. <laughs> this episode, JJ, kind of is a little bit off the tongue, off the cuff, because we've been having discussions between us about our own businesses, discoveries and, and frustrations and, and trends that we're seeing. And we thought we'd widen the discussion to include others, our, our audience, our, our listeners. And it's really just to highlight some big, big changes that have happened over the years with home technology, the consumer perceptions, the consumer history with home technology, and now what they're expecting today. Um, and, and we'll dive into some of the prices they're expecting and, and the prices they're not expecting to hear. Today. Yeah, yeah, man. So this episode 46, Exposing Tech Myths, you know, is what we have it titled as. And, you know, it's, it's unique in the sense we're always going back and forth and, and we have conversations, uh, you and I have conversations about conversations we're having with our clients. But last week was kind of weird because we both had the same conversation, but you're, you're, way, you're on the other side of the world from, from me, and we're having the same conversations with our clients. Like the clients are you know, f- sensing the same thing, hearing the same message, and man, it's, there's got to be a breakthrough, an understanding, an exposure of, of some myths that are out there. So the, f- the first thing to, ex- to expose and, and demystify and debunk is, is the cost. Now, this week, JJ and I both had conversations, or last week, with potential clients who had spoken with other providers and had been quoted in excess of $100,000 or pounds. And that just did not sit comfortably with them. And they had got to a point where they thought that was the end of the road. That was the end of the discussion. Smart home is not within my budget because one or two providers in the region had gone down this route of, of offering a very, very high priced service. And this customer felt excluded from the possibilities of living in a smart home. Yeah, absolutely. And and I had a conversation with clientele that had several companies come out prior prior to me, and they wanted to they insisted on including a rack in their smart home design, and that that was just an absolute turnoff to uh, to my client that I was seeing or speaking with, and. Money was not necessarily a, a, an option, and sometimes we, we were very fortunate to have those clients that say, look, this is what I want, but I don't want that. And to be an integrator, first you need to be a listener. Hear what the client is, is wanting and desiring and not always putting in a package of you need this. Um, and and one, of them, one of this client's uh, requests big request probably the biggest of them all was i don't want a rack you know and i don't think that i need all this extra stuff and and i think fortunate for us we have that silo solution that system local solution that he was looking for and uh although 
you know, it, uh, silo or siloing might not always get a. Uh, well, most time, it's not a six-figure solution. I mean, it could be depending on the size of the house and what the needs are. Um, so it's not always money, but for us, you know, the conversation was listening to what the client did and did not want. Yeah. So this this particular client that we have been dealing with this week and coming up with some pricing for them around what they actually need and want um, because it, it became apparent that what was being proposed to them was what the, the dealer ultimately wanted to give them. Yeah. He wanted to give them touch screens throughout the house. He wanted to give them uh, 14 zones of audio yeah. when, when we started to ask what was the priorities, what was the, um, what was the must-haves and, and the not-so-necessary items, we paired it back to, I think, six rooms with music. We paired it back to, they don't want ceiling speakers, they just want improved TV audio and a speaker to play music through. So we looked at soundbar options. They didn't want um, touchscreens in each room, they just wanted simple, easy-to-use keypads or switches for their lights. And as we started peeling back exactly what they wanted we've come up with a figure which is a third and could tumble a little bit further because there's some other efficiencies we feel we can bring a third of that original quote and their confidence is returned that they want to have a smart home because they'd given up on it jj and I, I was determined to not lose a potential homeowner living in a smarter home not just for me to close a sale and supply them with my preferences it was about not losing somebody because they'd been put off yeah yeah and uh the client that i was speaking to he was just so deterred and so kind of put off by the whole technology in his house he knew that he needed technology and he had actually lived with you know very expensive solutions in the past and it just wasn't living up to well what the original buy-in was uh but he had also found very affordable consumer items that that were a lot more reliable it's just he needed to be able to have an engineered for a large-scale house this house is like eight thousand square foot you know and just understanding and knowing how to design it uh, to allow to accommodate for that size of a home, but using very you know affordable solutions in the multiples, you know because it's not necessarily one, let's say uh, Google Hub or one Amazon Echo, you know we're we're using ten to fifteen throughout the property, and instead of you know maybe five sonos amps or connects on an amp you know we're using 10 to 20 you know amps for an entire property but all the the solutions that that we were suggestion suggesting were manufacturers that he was aware of he had seen success with uh, friends as well as personally in 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 his other home that he had actually i think he had two other homes uh, but they but they weren't scaled, you know, for as large as what we're talking about doing at this house. And and it put him at ease. What I think is, is one problem is that because there's only so many professional installers of technology, there's only so many businesses out there doing this service and the demand is is very high. Installers can be kind of quite selective 
selective to customers who can afford them or want to pay the, the higher prices for some of the services. They also are wanting to just do the biggest houses in the, the nicest streets, the best uh, zip code, postal code. They want to work for the exclusive projects. And, you know, somebody may own a large property, but it doesn't mean that they've got access to bags and bags of money to throw at the technology because they've probably also got to spend on things like a hell of a big roof, a lot of heating, a lot of electrical work, a large kitchen, you know, and it's not a bottomless pit of money. You know, it may feel like that. And it, I've always been frustrated in that sometimes the home technology price is in excess of what the other big household spends are when you're remodeling or, or building a new house. The home technology spend far exceeds the kitchen, far exceeds the money spent on renewable heating, far exceeds the cost of all the flooring, far exceeds the cost of all the, the bathroom sanitary wear and all that kind of stuff. And get real, because it looks ridiculous when it's on the sheet and they're going down their budget and it's like 30, 40, 30, 50, 50, 30, 150. What's this number? Look across the line. Home technology, what does that involve? Oh, that's to control the lights. That's to control the heating. But it's not the heating and it's not the lights. That's for some Wi-Fi. That's for some music and TV. And I'm being hard on some of the people in our industry, but it's not not all of it's essential what you're, what you're providing. And it just looks ridiculous. And it, it's starting to look more ridiculous year after year now. And, and I think the window is narrowing. The opportunities are narrowing. If you stick in that, that lane, unless you're at the absolute pinnacle of the industry already, it's hard to get into that lane uh, as a new business or, a, or a, somebody moving up the, the industry ladder. Yeah, Gamble. You know, one thing that we shifted was from the whole automation vocabulary to more of control and management, you know, of these systems and really working with the electricians or with the plumbers or irrigation companies and really uh, adding on. It's like there's already a provider for that particular area of the home but how can you improve upon it and then how can not only how can you improve upon it but why you know in, in the sense of uh, your irrigation and managing how much for us it's crucial uh to you know you, you got to water your yard in the summer down here in texas and in the southern states uh and maybe you water your yard up north as well but i don't know for down here for sure and how much water you put i i was completely uh, 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 dumbfounded when I realized how much water is being put on a yard on a daily basis within that time frame of however many zones it is, get hundreds of gallons of water. Uh, and being able to expose that in a positive way to manage it, to make some educated decisions, very affordable to do that. I mean, sub $300 to make some educated decisions. Same thing with lighting control. You know, and uh, if you don't know, call a home find tech. Find that home tech pro. Find yeah. a home tech pro. And the reason is for, like, lighting control gamble, it's it's knowing the right uh, fixtures, the right elements uh, of, of lighting to, to use, but you can also manage it and control it and save. It's not very expensive to do, but to be able to, to, to save money in the long run and, and those two items right there are, 
non-rack items, um, that which really is where all that cost really starts to pile on. You know, the the, the racks. I'm I'm going to show some racks here in a second, um, and and just how it could just go crazy. And Mike, I'll have you pull it up here in a second. I'm not quite ready for it yet, but I'm I'm going to find you know like a before and and an after of of whenever you know it's it's done correctly and 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 it's not necessarily the guys in our industry mike if you pull this picture up real quick and this is a job that we went out on and gamble you can't see it but the front of it looks beautiful you know uh and 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 good enough i mean maybe it's not aos but it it's a good looking rack and Whenever you turn around to the back of it, it's all nice and beautiful and manicured and things like that. Thank you, Mike. And and the client, it worked great for years. Comcast had come out and needed to needed to to change out the modem. Just just change out the modem and maybe the cable box or something like that. Client client did not know what they were getting themselves into when they placed that call to Comcast. Mike, pull this back up. Oh my gosh, Becky, look at that rack, you know, and it is a nest of wires and they left us some gold HDMI ends. They broke off all the ends in the matrix. Oh my my gosh, Gamble. Talk about painful. And so we kind of, we kind of, you know, this rack had been, thanks Mike had been living uh, at this client's house for, for many years. And the investment to, to rewire it, the, the pain of the matrix. Also, we had a challenge with the matrix in the sense that um, everything changed from 1080i to 1080p to 4K. And now their matrix, they had to make another major investment in, in the, the matrix because the matrix itself is very expensive if you want to upgrade to 4K. Yeah. And then you got a program. Gigi, I, I don't, I don't have a problem with all that equipment and all that, you know, stack of of kit in a rack when it's appropriate and suitable. And and these very large homes, one hundred percent require it. And if you're a business that works in these very large properties, of course that is the the, the method to use. And, and we're not, not disputing that. What really frustrates me is is when you see it, the rack starting to appear in the everyday home that's when i get annoyed when i see it in the uk that you know the house the four bedroom family home and they've got to give up a whole cupboard to a rack of equipment that you know they don't really know what's in there they don't go in there they're not allowed to touch anything there's a, a professional comes and does the things he needs to do and if there's an issue somebody keeps having to come out and solve all these things and the customer doesn't know what they've got in there they might have access to a power button to reset something, um, which shouldn't happen as often as I think it does happen for some of these homes. But it's the it's the taking the space. It's the it's the not knowing what's in your home. I don't like that. I don't like putting stuff in that people aren't aware of what it is. Um, but one other thing that and and that is a huge cost um, that just. I don't think the average family has the budget for that. I don't think they've got often the budget for going into the tens of thousands. I think there's a lot of people that have not switched over to smart home because 
they've been put off by the price, and then they end up going down a full DIY route and a full. They have to do it. Nobody's supporting them. Nobody's holding their hand, or nobody's doing it for them. That they're getting muddled up in a mixture of brands, a mixture of technologies, and a mixture of protocols and multiple apps, and no synergy between anything in in their home because they gave up on using a pro, and they might have had early discussions with a pro, but been put off by ridiculous prices and uh, a land grab for for space and taking away valuable storage space in their home yeah man i i i'm personally put off by racks to be honest with you i mean i i have not found a rack that i like don't get me wrong like art of smart man those guys work magic but it takes a lot of time and a lot of patience to to work that magic they do an amazing job i have my hats off to those guys and if you want to check out what I'm talking about, check them out on Instagram. And it's Art of Smart, and Rich and his crew do an amazing job. They're over in the U.K., and they are kind of one of the the few that I can so they're see. Doing it, JJ, they're doing it right. Yeah. They're working with clients who have the budget. Yeah. They've identified who? you know, a market that, 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 that can afford their services. And, and Rich is very transparent on his Instagram, and he says, like, this will cost 30000 This will cost 60000 right. He's very upfront, and ultimately he's saying, well, no, it's not It's not for everyone. Whereas right. the conversation I had this week with this client, they're telling me they've only got something around the twenty to £30,000 mark to do a lot with, but some of the brands will fit in and, and meet their budget. But for an installer not to even listen to that and hit them with a six-figure some for what they think is not is not um, out of this world what they're requesting. They think it's quite normal things like TV, music in a, some, several rooms and, and, and lighting control. To have that figure put in front of them, it's I can't imagine what that feels like because I think one of the problems is there's no there's no price list for for our industry. There's no menu. Like if you I know I can't afford an Aston Martin because the sticker in the the car magazine or the sticker in the the, the showroom says £125,000. I know I can afford a, a family hatchback for £22,000. So I'm going to look at vehicles in that category. There is no highlighting or, or menu or transparency on how much this tech costs. Yeah, absolutely, and 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 you're kind of going into a little blindly. Uh, I I don't know if you know the industry's been around for a good thirty thirty five years, and still there's really no exposure of understanding to a broad community of what some of these tech solutions are, uh, because everything that we're that we have access to, there's ten to choose from. Like there's 10 television options per manufacturer to choose from. There's 40 surround sound receivers to choose from. Don't even get into in-ceiling speakers. I mean, the same same difference there as well. And matrixes and the amount of rooms. And it's all truly designed to per what that person, you know, client's um, needs and requests are. 
and ultimately up to the home technology professional to be listening to exactly and understanding what that client's needs are so they can design accordingly as well as price accordingly. Yeah. So I need to go back to work, and I'm being very blunt there. Yeah. I genuinely need to go back to work. But one thing I just wanted to highlight is, and this, is, again, comes from recent conversations. When you're proposing some of these systems to customers and, and if you're the homeowner and you've got these in front of you, a lot of the brands that, that you're going to be faced with, you have never heard of them. You have almost no opportunity to research them properly. You've got probably no, no one in your circle of friends that's had these systems in their home, so there's nothing to reference against. The YouTube videos for these products look amazing because they're ta- they're based around a very high high priced home that's had a huge budget and, and lots of headroom to deliver. You know that what these systems can do these high priced systems, but and again unless your house looks like the one in the video, it's a no go for me. Don't be sucked in that that you need to spend this amount to control lights, control climate, voice control your house, get received calls from your front door, get alerts that the drinks cabinet's been open or get Wi-Fi around the home and all the way down to the bottom of the garden. It doesn't cost that much. And look for brands that you've heard of because now there are brands that you've heard of that are delivering these services. And don't be afraid to use brands you've used in the past that you've had positive experiences with because in the hands of the professional, we can push the the potential even further with these products. Absolutely, Gamble. You know, I'm so excited that we have this conversation on a weekly basis. I mean, during the week, I get calls and emails and Facebook messages about things that they've heard on, on on our show and things that we've discussed. And uh, I embrace that. I encourage people to, to drop me messages all the time. So thank you, Digital Ramblers, for listening. And Gamble, thanks for some good uh, Gamble Ramble today and a little bit of cannon fire there as well. And, uh, you know, well, for- I hugely encourage people to, to comment on this. I want the I want negative comments. I want positive comments. I want Chris, you're an idiot. JJ, you're right. Chris, you're wrong. All that. I want all that because I think there needs to be these dis- discussions regularly people in the industry, consumers, I would love to hear homeowners say, yeah, I got burnt, or a builder, yeah, I got burnt in 2015, 14, 8, 7, because it didn't work, or it didn't deliver, or I was left with a a rat's nest of cables. I want to hear that, but I also want to hear the positives, like, no, Chris, it doesn't cost this much. Tell me, tell everyone, because I told you before, there's no transparency and no price list, no menu, about what's what's potentially an offer here. Absolutely. All right, Digital Ramblers, thank you very much. Y'all have a wonderful week. And until next week, if you don't know, find yourself a home tech pro. And if you want to hear more of us, digitalrambleshow.com, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, like, subscribe, share, hit us up. I'm going back up the ladder, JJ. Hey, man, please be careful. I see that it's drizzling out there, man. Just be safe. What are you putting up, 4G antenna? We got one of these for it. Oh, yeah. That looks cool, man. Take care. Same day internet. Same day internet. Like it. All right, dude. Take care.
Every month, the Digital Ramble will receive a regular source of income from supporters who've pledged through Patreon. For as little as a dollar a month, having your ongoing support means we spend less time thinking about business and more time creating quality content for you. Customized, based in Norfolk, England, are proud sponsors of the Digital Ramble. Check out our all set up services. It's smart home installation with ease. Customize.uk.com. If you're looking to make your basic home smart, check out digitaldelight.com forward slash shop, where they have a variety of different smart home technology solutions that help make smart home shopping easy for you. Check out digitaldelight.com forward slash shop.